Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 123, 2 Samuel, chapter 12. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash bfw. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. Well, I think today's a memorable one. Well, last time was kind of memorable too, right? Yes. Poor Uriah. Yeah. Carried his note to his boss that says, kill Uriah. <laughs> yeah. Or put him in the line of fire. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, he does die. He does. That man did nothing wrong. He was a very loyal soldier. soldier. <laughs> yes. All right. So should we get started? Yes, we should. Okay. Chapter 12, verse 1. God sent Nathan to tell David this parable. There were two men in a city, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had many flocks and herds. But the poor man had nothing, except for one little lamb, which the poor man loved as his own daughter. A traveler came to the rich man's house, and rather than taking one of his own animals to feed his guest, he took the poor man's lamb. Okay, that is bizarre. Why would the rich man take the poor man's lamb? Well, you know, it's a parable. <laughs> uh, I don't know, because he was not a very nice man. He had all these lambs of, of his own. He could have taken anyone that he wanted to, uh-huh. but he took the poor guy's lamb. And I guess he didn't ask permission to take the poor guy's lamb. No. Probably not. And the poor man loved that lamb like maybe it was Mary's lamb. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. He loved that lamb as his own daughter. You know, it's kind of like people get attached to their pets, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when David heard the parable, he said, the man that did this thing must die. And he must give four lambs to the poor man because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, That man is you. Here's what God says. I gave you Saul's wives and kingdom. I would have given you anything. So why did you kill Uriah and take his wife? Because you did this, your kingdom will always be at war. And I'll force your neighbor to have sex with your wives in the sight of everyone. Okay, that's a lot to take. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess David didn't realize that the little parable, Uh you know, was for him. Right. No, he he was all in. He was kind of fooled by it. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. What are we going to do? He thought it was a real thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And that when Nathan says, well, that man is you. Yeah. yeah, I bet he was really worried there. Here's what God says. I gave you all Saul's wives and his kingdom. And the thing that's strange to me about this is what wives is he talking about here? David, David has a lot of wives. Uh-huh. One of them is Saul's daughter. Yes. Michael. Uh, but what other wives, what other is he wives talking did about? he give him? So maybe Saul, maybe Saul had a bunch of wives that, we, that aren't mentioned in the Bible, and God gave them to him. Uh-huh. And maybe all of Saul's retinue of servants... In that, he took some concubines yeah, and some... Well, and Saul did, Saul did have that concubine, right? Uh-huh. Because, wasn't it to Abner? 
Oh, yeah. Why did you have sex, sex with, with my, my dad's... My father's concubine? Yes. Anyway, Saul must have had some wives that God gave to David, mm-hmm. which is a strange thing for God to do, to take someone's wives from one man uh-huh. and give them to another man. Yeah. And I guess he probably means his kingdom. He had his kingdom, yeah. Everything that's involved right. in that. Right, so I gave you all this stuff. Yeah, all of his property, so, wives included. Yeah. <laughs> but notice the punishment in verse 11. And I'll force your neighbor to have sex with your wives in the sight of everyone. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think that's pretty darn weird. Who is the neighbor that's going to have sex with all these we wives? We will find out. Oh. It's going to happen. God is going to, that's going to be fulfilled. Okay. God's not just making a prediction. <laughs> this will be God's punishment. Huh. And we'll find out about that later. So just remember this, and, and we'll see it later. I don't, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, okay. So David said, I have sinned against God. Nathan said, oh, don't worry about it. You won't die. God has forgiven you. But because what you did makes God look bad to his enemies, he'll kill the baby. Oh, my gosh. The little baby that yeah. Bathsheba had. Yeah, it was an embarrassment to God. So he's going to kill kill the baby. I thought but, God but, liked babies. But, well, what gave you that idea? <laughs> oh, I haven't right. seen any indication of that in the Bible. You're right. First of all, they're not worth anything. I mean, I think you're talking about, you thought God liked babies because of today's Christians who oppose abortion. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's nothing in the Bible that I can think of that would indicate that God likes babies. He has them killed many times. He demands that they're killed sometimes. Kill every man, woman, child. Yeah. Infant suckling. So I don't really see too much evidence that God likes babies. But in any case, in this case, he's going to kill a baby for what David did. Okay, so here's what Nathan says. Because by this deed thou hast given occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. Mm. The child that is born unto thee shall surely die. He's worried about how this makes God look. Mm. You've embarrassed God in front of his enemies. How how that could be? Like Well, they know that he had sex with Bathsheba and now know they that? have a baby. How do they know that? Yeah, they don't know. They're no. counting months and Uriah has no. been gone. I don't see any way that anybody would know this, but somehow God thinks they do. Yeah. And so he's gonna punish David because it made God look bad. Verse fifteen. God made Bathsheba's baby boy sick. David begged God not to kill the baby. He fasted, slept on the ground, and refused to eat. Well, it looks to me like that isn't such a big sacrifice on his part. A lot of people sleep on the ground and don't have enough food to eat, but I guess for a king. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) But he did ask God. He did say, you know, please don't kill the baby. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't say, like, he's bawling his eyes out, and he's just really distraught. Well, uh, you know, Maybe. I don't say that. Let's see what the Bible says. David, therefore, besought God for the child, and David fasted, and went in, and lay all night upon the earth. So, you know, he's pretty upset. <laughs> okay. All right. But on the seventh day, the baby died. After the baby died, David washed, got dressed, had a nice meal, and worshipped God. 
who killed his son. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So after it happened, it's like, oh, okay, well, well that's over. With that. mm -hmm. David's servants asked him, What are you doing? You fasted and wept while the baby lived. Now when the baby has died, you get up and eat? Yeah. You know, I wonder, Bathsheba doesn't say what's going on with Bathsheba. No, doesn't at all. Mm -mm. I mean, she's really the pretty innocent one in this whole deal. Didn't have much choice. The king said, come, I'm going to have Yeah, the baby sex was pretty innocent, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. <laughs> Verse 22. David said, while the baby was alive, I fasted and wept, saying to myself, who knows? Maybe God won't kill my son. He has a point there. God does change his mind a lot. <laughs> That's right. But now that he's dead, why should I fast? Will that bring him back to life? Okay, this whole story is just really bothering me. So verse 24, David comforted Bathsheba by having sex with her. Well, I'm sure that comforted her. <laughs> and she had a son, lo and behold. Yeah. Whom David called Solomon, and God loved him. Yeah, he said, I, I think I love this one. I think so. <laughs> I killed the other one, but I love this one. But God sent Nathan to tell David, to name him Jedediah. Jedediah? Jedediah. God wanted David to name him Jedediah, but they named him Solomon anyway. And it's weird. This is the only place in the Bible where the name Jedediah occurs. Really? Yeah. So everybody ignored that. No, we're going to call him Solomon. So didn't they get in trouble with God over that? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> didn't notice, I guess. That is just a contradiction. Yeah, well, it's, it is, yeah, or, or something. Okay, so verse 29, David gathered all the people and attacked the Ammonites. Oh, here we go again. It must be battle season, <laughs> battleground yeah, season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're done with the, with the baby story, but uh -huh. this is still in the same chapter, so we're going to finish it off. After defeating them, he put the king's gold crown on his head, which weighed about a talent. Remind me again how much a talent is. It's about 30 kilograms. Okay. So maybe 70 pounds. Holy mackerel. Yeah. I have to have a strong neck for that. Yes, you do. But you know, women still today carry buckets on their head. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then he tortured and killed the inhabitants of all the cities of Ammon with saws, axes, and brick kilns. Okay, that is, you know how big a brick kiln is? Well, I like, think what he means is he was putting them in the brick kiln. Oh. He was burning them. Oh, so he's cutting them up. Cutting them up with saws and... Chopping and, them and up. And axes and, and making them walk on brick kilns or... or, or burning burn, burn. them. And this is um, something that there's some controversy about the, the interpretation or the translation of this particular verse. So I'm going to just read this one just so that... We can try to figure it out here. Okay. That's, that's my best guess. And he brought forth the people that were therein and put them under saws and under harrows of iron and under axes of iron and made them pass through their brick kiln. And thus he did to all the cities of the children of Ammon. All right, well, I don't see how there's any controversy over that. Well, some people say he was just putting them to work with axes and, oh. and saws and brick kilns, you see? Put yes. them under. So he wasn't really killing them and torturing them. 
You're just putting them to work. You put uh-huh. all the people up to work. So that's what you'll often hear from believers. He was just making them do this stuff for him. So he's kind of enslaving them, but he wasn't torturing them. But to pass through the brick kiln, uh-huh. that doesn't sound fun. No. <laughs> Here's a kiln. Walk through it. Uh-huh. It's burning, burning hot, and you're not going to come out the other end. No. If yeah. you do, you're sure going to have some burnt feet, right? It, yes. it sounds like torture. Yes. All right. And he seems like kind of the type. You know? <laughs> it seems like something David would do. Yes. I don't know why people think David is such a well, He's hero. a monster. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you for sticking with us, yeah. listeners. And thanks, Steve. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.